This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, August the 22nd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in all the world of professional wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and so many more. We do our best to scour all the wrestling websites and social media platforms to give you a comprehensive outlook on everything's happening in your favorite promotion with your favorite superstars. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into Headlines. 
Starting over on eWrestling News, Andrew Ravens writing in this hour, AEW ratings are in for this past Friday night. So how did they do? Friday night's episode of AEW Rampage on TNT pulled in 461,000 total viewers. Now that drew a .12 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49. Now last week's show drew 528,000 with a .17 demo rating in the key 18 to 49. Now Rampage has been staying in that steady range most recently. However, the show really hasn't done a whole lot of growth. Right now, we're still looking to see if any changes will be made by Tony Khan and AEW management to find out if anything is going to change. Now, the episode featured Swerve in Our Glory, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, Hook versus Zach Clayton, Truthbusters versus Best Friends in a Six Man, and there was Penelope Ford, Athena were also in action. For more information on the ratings, continue following eWrestling News and continue following Andrew Ravens as he will have more information. Anthony Bones is making news at this hour. Anthony Bones trying to get Scissor Me catchphrase approved for a t-shirt. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour. The acclaimed Anthony Bowens took to Twitter on Sunday to announce that he's been trying to get his recent Get Me Scissored Daddy and Scissor Me Ass Daddy catchphrase approved for a t-shirt. Now, of course, this is a reference to Billy gun. As of right now, Bowens has been unsuccessful in getting the approval of the shirt. This is what he wrote on social media. We're trying our best to get Scissor Me Daddy shirts put out there. However, we're still working on that. With more information on all of it, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming. Also making news at this hour is former WWE, NXT, and AEW star Jake Atlas. Now, TMZ released video of his arrest following the former NXT and AEW star in Orlando, Florida for domestic violence on his partner back in May. Now, after a night of drinking, Atlas called his boyfriend to come pick him up. The victim told police that Atlas had requested a sexual encounter at the house of another friend, but was upset that his partner was paying more attention to her than Atlas. Atlas began to assault his partner at Atlas's ripped shirt and and more scratches started to happen. Now, the police decided to ultimately drop the charges against him, but the footage is still available online for everyone to check out. If you'd like to see more about this, Andrew Ravens has this article trending over on eWrestling News. We have more information coming out about a rumor killer that AEW is going to be going down to one hour. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, AEW Dynamite is not getting cut down to just one hour. Now, AEW Dynamite was believed online over the weekend to be getting cut down to just one hour. There were rumors that were circulating regarding TBS and TNT. Now, over the weekend, rumors circulated online that a decision had been made, but no reason was given. When forced, Dave Meltzer said that the rumor was untrue and questioned why Warner Brothers or Discovery would even go ahead and float the idea around. This is what Meltzer had to say on social media. I've been told it's untrue. It makes no sense. Why would you cut back one of the highest rated shows on cable? Now, AEW Dynamite consistently ranks either number one or number two in the cable rankings every single week on Wednesday night. Now, there is a new merger that's going to be happening with Warner Brothers and Discovery, and we will wait to see what that they'll do to impact the programming on Dynamite. With more information, continue following eWrestling News, and more information on this will be forthcoming. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, Dax Harwood jokes that CM Punk is very unhappy in AEW. AEW wrestler Dax Harwood has poked fun at reports about CM Punk claiming that the reigning world champion is unhappy. On last week's episode of AEW Dynamite, he went ahead and he started to discuss a few things that many people didn't think were even in the script. Now, Punk started to bury Hangman Page, who he knew was not 
not scheduled to be on the show. However, in subsequent reports, it's been claimed that Punk had been very difficult to be with around stage, and some believe he actually might quit AEW. Now on social media, Harwood shared a photo of himself with a smiling Punk and the following caption. He gave me the jobber jaw punch pose, and if you can tell, he looks very unhappy. With more information on whether or not Punk is going to continue with AEW, or if when his contract ends, if he will leave, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information on the ongoing saga will continue. Continuing on, Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour that Booker T feels that AEW is off track these days and there needs to be some sort of an intervention. Now, it was reported over the past several days that there was a lot of backstage tension in AEW regarding CM Punk and other top talents who work within the promotion. As you'd expect, Booker T took to his Hall of Fame podcast and discussed the situation. The WWE Hall of Famer says he feels like AEW is off track these days and the company needs to solve this issue quickly, sooner than later. Now, on the reports of CM Punk having issues backstage at AEW, this is what Booker T had to say. Everything that we're hearing in the news right now and on social media, I'm just not surprised. Now we see this isn't about wrestling at all at this point. It's about Punk being in the, the situation he's in right now. Certain guys coming in and receiving certain treatment and guys who have already been there before receiving other treatment. That's where the rift is coming in. It's just like it did in WCW. Now, on needing to solve the situation quickly, Booker T also went on to say the following. There's definitely going to have to be some type of intervention because right now, I feel like AEW is off track. I think they're like a politician when they're sending an off message right now to their constituents. There are so many antics going on right now within AEW. If you'd like to find out more about what Booker T had to say, Ryan Clark has this article that is trending over on e-wrestling news. Nick Gage is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark writes in, Nick Gage says he's enjoyed his time in AEW, and he talks about his relationship with Tony Khan. Nick Gage made his debut in All Elite Wrestling last year, facing off against Chris Jericho in a death match on AEW Dynamite. During a recent appearance on the Rewind, Recap, Relive podcast, Gage commented on his AEW debut and the pizza cutter incident that led to some controversy with Domino's. He would go on to say the following, I pretty much knew everyone in the locker room. Everyone was cool as hell in that locker room. After that match with Jericho, Khan got out of his chair and went around and gave me high fives and a big hug and thanked me. I'm carving Jericho up, making him a bloody mess, and here comes the Domino Pizza commercial. With more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Ryan Clark's article talks all about his experiences within AEW and whether it'll happen again. Ryan Clark's also writing in at this hour, Tony Storm featured on Hey EW. We also have some news on Adam Cole and other AEW stars. Tony Storm is featured guest on this week's episode of Hey, AEW. You can check out that. That is posted right now on their social media and YouTube page. You can also check out Adam Cole's latest YouTube. The episode features himself, Claudio Castanoli, and Evil Uno playing and talking about PGA Tour 2K21. For more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information on all these superstars will be forthcoming. Ruby Soho is making news at this hour. Ruby Soho reveals whether she's thought about retiring and other topics related to her career. Ryan Clark writes in, during a recent Q&A at GalaxyCon 2022, AEW star Ruby Soho commented on her in-ring career. Now, whether she's thought about retiring anytime soon and more. Now, specifically on retiring, this is what she said. The last couple of years are the first times that I've ever really thought about a lot. Not like thought about retiring or anything, but it's been about 12 years that I've been doing this, and I feel it a 
a lot more. It takes a lot more for me to recover from matches than I used to. After each one, I'm hurting a little bit more. It just got to thinking about life after wrestling, which before I had blinders on, but that's what I'm doing now. There's where my mind's at. Now, on how she views retirement in wrestling, she would also go on to say, I'm not necessarily preparing for it, but I also want to know what my interests are outside of wrestling. This will always be my driving force behind everything that I'm doing right now, and I love it more than anything and any time that I've ever done it. But doing it as long as I have, it takes a lot of my body. But I'm held together with toothpicks and bubblegum at this point, as she laughs. I think I have more years behind me than I have ahead of me, but I'm going to do this for as long as I can. If you'd like to hear more about what Ruby Soho had to say, continue following eWrestling News and more information on her career will be forthcoming. Max Caster reacts to catching John Cena's attention with one of his raps. Ryan Clark is writing in this hour for eWrestling News. During a recent interview with PW Insider, the acclaims Max Caster commented on John Cena recently reacting to one of his freestyles in All Elite Wrestling, his bond with Anthony Bowens, and so much more. Now, on his bond with Anthony Bowens, it was a really scary at first, and it was really the first day that we kind of bonded because Anthony had a deal on the table for another company. He told me this story, but Tony wanted us to go out and wrestle a match on his show on Dark, and Anthony was really nervous that if he did it, he fell on his face at the moment, maybe he wouldn't be liked, and he was going back and forth all day about what deal he was going to take, and we're about to not go out because he can't commit to doing this match, and I look at him and I say, look, it's going to be fine, okay? We're going to do this match, it's going to be great, you know we're both great, we can't screw this up, let's go out there and prove to everyone what we deserve, and that we deserve a deal with AEW, and in that moment he said, okay, I'll do it, so we went out there, both of us, no contracts in hand in AEW, and we did the match, and we had a solid match. And obviously, we didn't know each other in the ring very well that much, but it was good enough, more than obviously good enough, to earn some contracts. And we walked in the back, we walked past Tony, he looks at someone at the office and says, yeah, these guys are good. And we walked straight into the office and got a couple of contracts, and that was it. Other than that, it's just about us becoming friends, being forced to become business partners, and checking our egos at the door wherever we go. I know what Anthony's good at, and I know what I'm good at, and we kind of just fill in the gaps with each other to make the claimed the whole complete package. Instead of just two separate parts coming together, we try to work together as one single each and every week. Now, on his freestyle raps, this is also what he had to say. Well, there's a lot of things that go into it, honestly. With management, I'm allowed to say whatever I want, and I know what I can't say. Sometimes people reach out to me and say, hey, maybe don't mention this and don't mention that. That's a legal situation. Okay, I understand it, but otherwise I can say what I want. I could reference who I want and just how I want to do it. So with Vince McMahon, right, we have to speak the facts. He did retire right? So I could say that. But if I started talking about being accused or about doing anything else or even using the word victim, then it becomes in poor taste. So, you know, I've learned to check myself. Anthony is here to check me too. And you know, it's really sometimes about rolling the dice and being dicey, but you also have to be careful so it's cool. All I can say is that people wouldn't expect me to say anything less than exciting, but I have to make sure that it's factual and it's straight down the middle and it's an unbiased opinion. Now, on the most surprising response to one of his raps, he would go on to say, I think anytime I rap against Sunny Kiss, it's like the most viral thing that ever could happen to me. The first one I think I made, and John Cena noticed me, which was about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, actually, when I said booty butt cheeks to Sunny Kiss, and then a week later, it's one of the most viral videos on the internet, especially coming out of AEW. And then this year, I wrestled Sunny again. It all blew up. And I was so surprised at all the reaction that fans were doing about me working with Sunny Kissed. But I think it's just a testament of how great Sunny is and how much I love working with our fan base. 
For more information on everything that's happening in the world of AEW, specifically the raps that are going on with Max Caster, continue following Ryan Clark and E-Wrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Joshua Jones is writing in this hour, Wardlow makes surprise appearance at Revenge Pro Pro Wrestling's Press Your Luck. Now, during this weekend's Revenge Pro's Press Your Luck live event in Erie, Pennsylvania, AEW TNT champion Wardlow made a surprise appearance. Now, you can see the actual video footage of it if you follow them on their social media pages, but it was definitely exciting. For more news on Wardlow, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will give you the latest of everything happening with him. Thomas Lawson's also writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. Thunder Rosa praises WWE Superstar for helping her overcome her fear of heights. Now, we all have fears and we all have phobias, and so does AEW Women's World Champion. Now, she might not have overcome her fear of heights if it wasn't for a WWE Superstar. Hiro Shirai was called to WWE's main roster at SummerSlam 2022, allying herself with the returning Bayley, who had just been out of injury for over a year and the previous released Dakota Kai. Now, it's been reported that Eero Shirai was expected to leave WWE later this year when her contract ran out, but things seem to have changed. Now, speaking to Adrian Hernandez on... KXST 1140, the Bet Las Vegas, Thunder Rosa recalled being trained by Iro Shirai. She would go on to say the following, I'm not afraid of anybody or anything. Iro Shirai, who was one of my trainers, is one of them. She was like one of the main event women that made me not be afraid of heights. She made me not be afraid of jumping off the top rope. She forced us to get out of our comfort zone and do things that we normally wouldn't do. Now, Shirai would team up with Kai and Bailey to face Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair and Asuka and Alexa Bliss and that match will be happening at WWE Clash of the Castle. Thunder Rosa, on the other hand, will defend her AEW Women's Championship against Tony Storm at All Out 2022. For more information on all these great superstars, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information on Clash of the Castle and All Out will be forthcoming. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour about Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page reveals his wrestling Mount Rushmore. Now, former AEW World Champion Hangman Adam Page has named who he believes to be the foremost notable name worthy of being on Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Page is a veteran of AEW and his plans for him becoming world champion reportedly were set into motion early in the company. Now appearing at GalaxyCon, Page joked about that he is the sole biggest name in wrestling when he asked about who would be on his Mount Rushmore. For me, I, I don't know, that's a tough question because I feel so far removed from being something that I even think about in the world of wrestling. Hangman would let her go on to say this, I guess Hulk Hogan obviously would have to be there. I guess Ric Flair would have to be there as well. Maybe The Rock, I don't know. Definitely probably those three and somebody else who has a greater impact than I am considering currently. And maybe it would be Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I don't know. For more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News and find out more about what Hangman Adam Page has to say about the legends on the wrestling Mount Rushmore. Ryan Clark is also writing in at this hour. CM Punk has been feeling the best he's ever felt, and he says, this is my best year professionally ever. Now, as everyone has known, CM Punk celebrated his one-year anniversary in All Elite Wrestling. The AEW wrestler took to Instagram on Saturday to announce his having the best year of his professional career and it isn't going to stop until the wheels fall off. This is what Punk had to say. One year ago it all began, the best year of my professional career, to many great moments, not enough space to post all the great pics, rekindling, passion, making new friends, reuniting with old ones, and I can't stop smiling. I won't stop until the wheels fall off. Thank you, most of all, to all the fans who made this possible. I'm having the time of my life and there's a drive that's deep inside me to go on and continue. You know, this feels so great. If you'd like to find out more about what CM Punk had to say, 
say about his big one-year anniversary. Continue following e-wrestling news and we will have more. Eddie Kingston is also making news at this hour. Eddie Kingston is giving high praise to Stu Grayson after facing him at an independent show this past weekend. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, AEW star Eddie Kingston faced off against Stu Grayson at C4 Wrestling's Fighting Back, wrestling with Cancer 11 event on Friday night. Following the match, Kingston cut a promo where he gave high praise to Stu Grayson. This is what he said, don't thank me, thank this man right here, goddamn Stu. One day everybody's gonna regret doubting you. I hope it's later tonight because God, everything hurts on me right now. For more information on the big match and the big promo, which you can catch on social media, continue following E-Wrestling News and we will have more on the Stu Grayson saga. Let's talk about possible spoilers for WWE Hall of Fame appearing on Monday Night Raw. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. For tonight's Raw broadcast, WWE has a loaded lineup with appearances by two Hall of Famers, Edge and Trish Stratus. Now, according to PW Insider, Beth Phoenix is in town for Raw as well, which suggests that a third Hall of Famer could make an appearance on the program. Now, it's still unclear if she'll be participating or just being a part of the broadcast team as she's traveling with her husband. With more information, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information regarding this will be forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you so much a comprehensive look into the world of professional wrestling from your favorite promotion, whether that's AEW, WWE, or any other worldwide promotion. We scour the web to make sure you have a comprehensive idea of what is happening with all of your favorite superstars. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get to the headlines. Ryan Clark is also writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. DDP discusses Ric Flair offering him a spot in his last match. What did he have to say about that? During a recent appearance, on the Sessions with Renee podcast, DDP commented on WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair offering him a spot in his last match and why he turned it down. So, what was the reasons? Well, Ric Flair offered him a spot. He then said, Rick actually called me and asked me if I would be in the match with him to do the six man. At first he said, D, how you doing? I go, I'm 66. He goes, I've seen you. You look like you're in great shape. I'd really love to have you in this match. I go, Rick, I can't do it. I feel so good. I can't take that chance in hurting myself right now. He goes, well, I feel great. Well, you're not from this planet, I said. Then he talked me into doing the roast for him. And I said, you know what? I tell you what, I would do it for you. But I'm not really much of a roast guy, but I'll try. Now on having heat with Flair during their in-ring career, this is what DDP had to say. Rick and I, we had some conflict in our careers. I was just trying to get his respect. Bottom line is, we didn't. There were times when we said things back and forth to one another. Right after I saw a big balloon drop 14 years ago, I'm like, wow, I love Ric Flair. The next weekend, we were both signing in New Jersey. When he walked in, I was like, Rick, can I talk to you for a second? We walked over the corner and I said, listen, I know we've had heat for years. He goes, diamond water under the bridge. He said, don't worry about that. I go, Rick, I'm not worried about it. I just want to make sure I can fix it. I don't even know how it started and I don't even care. You know what? Let's go ahead and fix this. I would rather start off all over again. I go, Diamond Dallas Page. So I put my hand out. He grabbed my hand and hugged me and kissed me on the forehead. I felt like I was anointed by the Pope. Rick was so cool. And then to get into the Hall of Fame, he flew me on his jet. That's Ric Flair. With more information on Ric Flair and Diamond Dallas Page squashing the beef that they've had for many, many years, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be following. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour about Karrion Cross, Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bardot on the emotions of their WWE return. Now, many wrestling fans know that over the last couple of years during the COVID-19 pandemic, many WWE stars were released. Now, it was told that it was due to budget cuts. However, now that Vince McMahon is no longer in charge, Triple H, also known as Paul Levesque, is making sure he makes amends on some of those stars and brings them back. One pairing is Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bardot. On a recent appearance of After the Bell with Corey Graves podcast, Karrion Cross and Scarlett commented on their emotions of their WWE 
WWE return and what opportunities they have for them after their WWE releases. Now, Karrion Cross on the opportunities they had after they were released from WWE and the fact he was considering UFC. Here's some breaking news. Daniel Gracie, who is one of the head instructors for the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, was encouraging me to ro relocate to Philadelphia and fight in UFC. On top of that, while he was going on, I was speaking to David Fulham from the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships and I was on the verge of taking a three-fight deal. On top of that, we were getting involved in television projects and movies and stuff. It's kind of funny how it all worked out. I kept getting things pushed back or things kept getting delayed and things weren't really happening. Well, it was a really good opportunity because then we got the call with Triple H. Scarlett would go on to say, we did have a lot of opportunities for signings and for different companies, but nothing ever really felt right to us. We had one opportunity that we would have when made of quick cash, but I don't think it would have been right and it would have been a good long-term move and that's why we ultimately waited. Now on their emotions considering their WWE return on SmackDown, Scarlett said this, the thing I was nervous about, I was nervous that I wasn't going to feel those same butterflies anymore because I had become almost too peaceful and content with not doing it. Just going through day by day, I'm like, I love wrestling. I don't need it to make me happy. At one point, my identity was completely associated with my career in pro wrestling. And that was everything at that point. So I was most worried about coming out. And then I started to feel things differently. You know what? Everything is back and everything started rushing into me again. It was a very special day for the first of us and it felt good to be back. Cross then went on to say, it's really hard to find the words when we came back to WWE to want something so bad and to have to accept the fact that it's no longer your reality. And then to get a call out of the blue and offered something that you were striving for and that you wanted. It was pretty incredible. If you'd like to read the entire interview that they gave continue to follow e-wrestling news and you can hear all the details about what both of them had to say about the return to wwe let's go ahead and let's talk about road dog jesse james andrew ravens is also reporting in at this hour for e road dog is returning to wwe in an executive position now pw insider is reporting that brian james also known as road dog jesse james has officially returned to wwe in an executive position james worked with triple h on the creative team in nxt and now with Triple H in charge of the main roster and creative, James is back with the company and he had been let go this past January. James previously re-signed his position as his head of his creative for SmackDown before he went on to work for NXT. Now, James's friendship with Triple H dates back to the Attitude Era when they were part of the Degeneration X stable. During his WWE run as a wrestler, he held the Intercontinental Champions and was a multi-time World Tag Team Champion with Billy Gunn. For more information on the return of Road Dogg to WWE, follow Andrew Ravens as he has this great article that is trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and talk about Nikita Lyons. Now, the big NXT star, Nikita Lyons has been taking the wrestling world by storm with her very impressive look and unique in-ring tactics. WWE NXT 2.0 star Nikita Lyons refuted the claims that her vaccination status played a role in her being pulled from SmackDown. Now, Lyons has been scheduled to team with Zoe Stark on last Friday's episode of SmackDown in what would have been both the women's debut on the main roster. Now, it was reported that before the show, Starks had been pulled due to a concussion, while Lyons had not taken the COVID-19 vaccination and therefore wasn't able to enter Canada where the show was being held. Now, when asked by a fan on social media, Lyons denied that her vaccination status was a factor in WWE's decision. She would go on to social media and say the following, Yes, it didn't have anything to do with the vaccine. One day, I may live on Instagram and you can follow all of that and I will share some things. But you know what? Not tonight. I hope you have a blessed night. Now, before SmackDown, WWE reported that Lyons was medically unavailable to participate. The pair were replaced 
replaced by Toxic Attractions Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, who defeated Sonyasville and Natalia to advance in the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament. With more information on this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information about the former NXT and now SmackDown superstar Nikita Lyons will be forthcoming. Let's go ahead and let's keep the headlines continuing. Big E opens up about another update on his neck. Big E opens up on his recovery from his broken neck. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Big E has been recovering from a broken neck that he suffered on March 11th, episode of SmackDown when taking an overhead suplex from Ridge Holland. Now Big E appeared on the latest episode of Out of Character and provided an update for everyone. This is what he said. Essentially the issue right now is my C1 is not completely ossifying. It's not completely forming bone as it should be in the healing process. So it's kind of just contained it. I'm not medically an expert on anything, so I'm going to butcher all these terms, but it's good enough that they're not worried about my day-to-day life, but I don't need the brace anymore, and they took surgery off the table. Now, I've been cleared to live a normal life, and I am cleared to live a normal life, but I'm not cleared to be taking off and hitting spears or back bumps. The nature of what we do is very physical, and it involves your neck and your spine, and I'd like to keep that intact as long as possible. Now, Biggie continued to talk about getting more tests done next March to see how we are a year removed. He would go on to say, so for me right now, kind of the next step is just to kind of wait, look at it again at a year, see where the progress is, get some more scans done. So we're talking about like March of next year to see how it's doing. We might also along the way look at some other things and it's always good to look at the different aspects of the different benchmarks. But the upside right now is I have no nerve issues. There's no tingling and there's no weakness. I've been in the gym since two weeks after my neck broke. For more information on this, and if you'd like to read more about this article, continue to cruise on over to eWrestling News as more information on Big E and his recovery. And if there's a potential return to the ring at some point, we will be reporting on. Continue with the headlines, Thomas Lawson writes, The Rock missed out on huge Hollywood role because he lacks star power. What does this all mean? Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, Dwayne The Rock Johnson lost out on the iconic role of Jack Reacher because he lacks star power. Jack Reacher, the protagonist of a series of books by British author Lee Childs, is a former U.S. Army MP turned spy and vigilante. Now, according to a report from Screen Rant, The Rock sought an audition for the film as Reacher, which would be released in 2012, but he was turned down for his lack of star power at that time. Now, instead of the Brahma Bull, the way they went with Tom Cruise. Despite criticism of the five-foot actor, he was too short to play the role of Reacher. Now, despite having proved himself in wrestling, a series of box office bombs have left studios hesitant to work with The Rock. Now, The Rock would bounce back with his appearances in many different movies since then and has definitely bolstered himself since. If you'd like to find out more about how he almost was Jack Reacher, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on The Rock's movie career will be forthcoming. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, remember Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you all the late-breaking news in the world of professional wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, or so many more. We give you the comprehensive outlook on all the news that's happening in the major promotions. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump into the headlines. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour for e-wrestling news. It appears Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and WWE are no longer a thing. It appears Jeff Jarrett's latest run with WWE has come to an end. According to a report from PW Insider, the WWE Hall of Famer has exited his role as Senior Vice President of Live Events. It's believed that Jarrett departed the company late last week. Several sources are saying the departure happened on Friday, but that time frame still hasn't been confirmed. Jarrett has been working as a producer in WWE since 2019, and then back all the way until 2021. He would later return to the company in May to oversee the live events as being Senior Vice President. Fortunately, 
As of right now, no reason has been given as to why Jarrett is no longer with the company. For more information on this news and this developing saga between Jeff Jarrett and the WWE, continue following eWrestling News and we will have more information on. Brian Clark's also writing in at this hour. Kari B says she was a huge fan of Edge and Lita during the Attitude Era. It's well known that Kari B is a huge fan of pro wrestling. Following an episode of WWE's biography that looked at Edge that aired on Sunday night, the rapper took to Twitter to reveal that she was a huge fan of Edge and Lita. I loved to see them. They were such a sexy couple. This was truly my WWE era. Though I was a Trish Stratus girl, I used to love this couple. If you'd like to read everything she had to say, you could follow her on Twitter at I am Kari B, and she has pictures right now of the rated R superstar and Lita at various moments in the Attitude Era. Let's talk a little bit more about the locker room in AEW. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Miro claims Lana is a better wrestler than 90% of the locker room in AEW. Joshua Jones writes in that earlier today, Miro responded to a tweet from a cage, shy, cage side seats that called his wife Lana an okay-ish wrestler. Now, the original tweet read, I know we all remember Lana, the okay-ish wrestler, but should we also remember Lana, the excellent manager? Miro doesn't need a mouthpiece but they could make a heck of a duo in AEW. Now, Miro would go on to respond, Lana is a better wrestler than 90% of the entire locker room and also the best manager. Your reports are okay-ish at best. If you'd like to see the comments that he made, follow him on 2BMiro on Twitter, and you can find out more and read some of the very interesting responses that he got from other wrestling fans. Ryan Clark's also writing in at this hour, Edge is talking about his wrestling career. End is in sight for my wrestling career according to the WWE Hall of Famer. WWE Hall of Famer Edge sees the end of his wrestling career coming in the near future. During a recent interview with Bleacher Report, the Rated R Superstar commented on the possibility of retirement, his current relationship with Christian Cage, and more. Let's go ahead and deep dive. On his current relationship with Christian Cage, who is an AEW wrestler. We're both having a blast, man. I just talked to him today, and the fact that we're both doing what we love, that we never thought we were ever going to do, or we were supposed to do, and we feel like we're actually contributing is great. That's huge for us, because we take pride in what we do, and it's just fun, and it's so surreal that we never lose that feeling. Now, on the possibilities of retirement, this is what Edge said. My original age was 40, and I screwed that up. I had to retire at 37, so I feel like I didn't get those last three years of stuff that I really wanted to do. I was just reaching a position where I was helping to teach, and I was really looking forward to doing so many things and working with so many people. Now, it's different now. When I came back, now I can do those things. This run, I feel like I've been able to do all of that, and you know what? It just adds another layer to the cake that was already tasty anyway. I'm enjoying and soaking up every moment with the complete realization that it's going to end soon. I know the end is in sight and I can see it. And because of that, it makes it even more enjoyable. With more information on the Rated R Superstar, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will have more on when exactly Edge decides that it's time to hang it up. That's going to be your headlines right now for Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the late-breaking information in the world of wrestling. If you're enjoying this, please definitely share it on social media. If you have a wrestling fan or someone who likes podcasts, go ahead and let them know. Our podcast is available anywhere fine podcasts are made available, and it drops on a daily. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines.
My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of 